welcome to Wrestling Now. I'm your host, I'm Lloyd. It was great, and Private Party ended up uh, painting one of uh, one of the members of the other tag team. Uh, tagged himself in, surprisingly tagged himself in. While uh, and Private Party was very surprised and a little upset to the point where Matt Hardy won the match by ta- by him taking the pin and not Private Party. I don't know. There's going to be a little beef between them and Matt Hardy because of what he did. But you know what? This sets up for something in the future. Matt Hardy needs a little bit more drama. This will definitely set it all up. Then we had Cody versus Angelico. Angelico is a great competitor. So underrated. Cody brought the best out of him. He does that with everyone he wrestles. Um, Cody won the match, of course. But it was this was not a quick match. This was a very good 12, 10, 15-minute match. When Angelico got in so many great spots. You guys all need to see this match. Angelico is a great competitor. He has so many different moves that no one's ever seen. That just it, it makes you like wow holy shit this I feel like I'm watching like real good wrestling. Post match, Team Taz came out, started talking shit to Cody again. And Cody know who's in charge and and uh, who should be who should be taking care of who should be the face of the company here. And then Sting comes out, saves the day. Darby Allen's in the rafters watching the whole thing as everything's going on. Of course, the champion, little baby Sting. This was a cool spot. This is a good match. I like it. You guys watch that. Eddie Kingston comes out, cuts a promo on Lance Archer and the whole triangle of the Muerte, stating that how they're all gone and how he's taking care of everyone and he's gonna, and um, he hates everyone. <laughs> and he's proud of himself because he took out um, Pac and sent him back home to England. When in return, Lance Archer comes out, attacks him. Fam. Uh, Eddie's family comes out, tries to save him, but then the Triangle of the Muerte can come in and surprise the shit out of everyone. This was a great spot. No one saw it coming. Pop, especially Pop, came in, saved the day. It was cool, man. They made they made those baby faces look really, really good. They got they really got over in this uh, in that segment. Then the twelve man match: best friends, Varsity Blondes, and Top Flight versus the whole Inner Circle. This was mass hysteria in a, in a match. Um, I enjoyed all of every minute of it, even to the point where all six members of uh, the best friends team <laughs> all came in for a hug. They gave the people what they want. That was pretty cool. Uh, fortunately, the inner circle won the match. MJF took the pin. Um, Jake Hager happily gave MJF the pin. Um, I guess that's how they're working together now. They're really a team now, so this is really let's see how let's see where this goes. Alex Marvez has a interview with Thunder Rosa. Uh it was interrupted by Rebel and then um Brit, it was just enough interruption where uh Britt Baker intervened and then attacked Thunder Rosa from behind and then of course they got over her after that interview. So this feud will be. <laughs> Amazing when it happens in the ring. These two ladies are going to give us such a great match. 
SCU versus the acclaimed. Of course, everyone knows if I, if you listen to my podcast, the acclaimed is my favorite tag team in this division. Um, I'm a, I'm an '80s baby, so you know. So that was just, uh, that was just divine for me to see these guys do an old school gimmick like that, and because no one's ever done it. The closest person to ever do it was John Cena. Kazarian killed it on the mic uh, during the beginning of the match too. I mean, he put it down. <laughs> I've never seen Kazarian rap before in all the years I've watched him, and this was actually pretty fucking hilarious. And it was a great way to get the acclaimed out there with this match and everything they did from beginning to end put over the acclaimed. The acclaimed won the fucking match, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you heard it right. They beat SCU. The boombox came into play, but um, hey, man. What can you say? The Acclaim now are 8-1. They're, they're, uh, they're ranked in the tag team division and looking to take on the Young Bucks next week in a tag team title match. So soon in their in their early tenure. This, I mean, they only had nine matches, man. So this is going to be fucking awesome. I'm down with it. I think it's a little too soon. But you know what? Why not? Give them a tag team spot. Sure, if they don't win, but it still gives them enough recognition to put their name out there. Um, then we have Ivelisse and Diamante versus Big Swole and Serena Deeb. This match was made last week because of the because um, and Diamante were instigating the fight against, uh, well, instigating uh, um, uh, Red Velvet getting attacked by by uh, Nala Rose, Jay Cargill, and Vicky Guerrero. Uh, they were working alongside with them, and um, Big Swole and Serena D were trying to save, were trying to, were trying to save her, Red Velvet, from the, from those ladies, and um, that's how this match came about. Really great match. Really great match. Made, it got over Serena D, the women's champ, and the women's NWA champion. Who Big Swole's the number one contender for, or the Women's World Championship from AEW? It doesn't matter. Either way, it put over both of those ladies, and maybe one day Swole and Serena Deeb will have a match. That shit would be fucking awesome. That's something we haven't seen yet, and it's something I'd like to see. Big Swole and Serena Deeb won the match. They got over really well. Uh, Big Swole's showing her submission skills, winning with a Texas clover leaf, calling it the clear water leaf, uh, clear water clover leaf. It's really cool, really. Uh, it's almost like the uh, like the lion tamer, basically. Except that it's not. Except that she locked the legs, and it wasn't just the legs up in the air, kind of like how Jericho did it. It was a. It was very, very well done. I've never seen her. I only seen her use that move once, and now she's upping her game by using submission moves. She's becoming more of a powerhouse, like like submission specialist, Big Swole in the women's division. She will be champion one day. I guarantee you this. 2021, she will be champion. Um, not so much my favorite match of the night, but it was a cool spot. The title, uh, the non-title match between Joy Janela and Kenny Omega. It was a no disqualification match. Don Callis was on the mic. Outside of the ring, commentating on his own, 
with the wrestling mic, uh, with the ring mic, and so he was making a bunch of noise, calling out moves and, sh- and spots during the match while the commentators <laughs> were out there trying to do the same thing, and and they would not give Don Callis a headset so he can like h- hang out at the desk. It was so fucking hilarious. Oh man, oh man, but yeah, that was great. That was great. It was that was probably the most entertaining part of the match. Um, Joey Janela got a few spots in. Like he he put. I mean, he, I mean, he put Kenny Omega through a table. It was fun to watch for five minutes. For me, it wasn't really much of a a serious match. It was not a joke match, but it was an entertaining match because I knew Kenny Omega was going to win eventually. So a few V triggers and then. The one, the one winged an angel, and that was pretty much it for him. So, and then next, and then of course, the next week we're gonna get some great matches. Oh my god! So, I can't wait for this. This was an actual entertaining show. I call it four out of five, um, only because of the last match was in whatever. It's Joy Janela. But it was still an entertaining show. I hope you guys all loved it. Uh, I hope I gave you enough to actually watch the show if you haven't watched it yet. So please do. Any comments, concerns, please let me know. You guys all have a great day. Thank you for listening, for tuning in. I'll be here next week. Take care.